Bismillah, walhamdulillah, wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulillah. They say just as our bodies need nourishment to survive, our souls need to be nourished as well. But the question is, how often do we feed our souls? Welcome to Soul Food, a podcast about spiritual refinement. My name is Amjad Tarsin and I invite you to embark with me on this journey inward to work on our souls. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to episode 13 of Soul Food titled House. In this episode, we're going to talk about keeping your heart alive. We'll talk about the example of the ruined house. And then finally, we'll talk about uns, which is having intimacy with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to open our hearts and to remove the veils from our hearts that were mentioned by Sheikh Abu Bakr bin Salim. Reading these books of these great imams, these people who were realized in their knowledge inwardly and outwardly, it really does give life to the heart. And it opens up our eyes to the possibilities and the beauty and the realities of this deen. As Shaykh Abu Bakr bin Salim, may Allah be well pleased with him, he then has a chapter in the book, Miftah al-Sara'ir, Key to the Inner Secrets, titled, The Description of the Heart. And he says, the heart is like a house. The heart is like a house. If a good state with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala settles within the house, it is well kept. And if nothing settles within it, it ruins. If nothing settles within the house, if it is empty, it then naturally becomes ruined. So you have to regularly take care of your heart. And just like our houses, you have to be very proactive to keep them clean and upkeep. Otherwise, things start to break. And if you leave it empty for an extended period of time, everything within the house starts to change for the worse. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in the Quran that this message is received and it is heard by hearts that are living. And when we practice this deen, when we respond to Allah and His Messenger, it actually gives us access to true life. And true life is the life of the heart. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu stajibu lillahi wa lirrasooli idha da'akum lima yuhiikum. O believers, respond to Allah and His Messenger when He calls you to that which gives you life when he calls you to that which gives you life, real life. And know that Allah stands between a person and their heart, and that to him you will all be gathered. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is calling us, as is his messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, to that which gives us life. So how do we keep our hearts alive? As Shaykh Abu Bakr bin Salim says that the way to keep your heart alive is through dhikr, through the remembrance of Allah, and worship, acts of obedience. And a lot of the way that we live today, much of our modern lifestyle, it really compromises the life of our hearts. We're constantly distracted, and we only make time for worldly things. It's as if everything around us is telling us you have to make money, 
you have to accumulate a lot of things, you have to be happy, and even the way that happiness is sold to us is very unfulfilling. It's not about finding meaning in life, it's just about fulfilling base desires. But the way that we attain true happiness is through accessing the meaning of life, is through bringing our hearts to life. So then, as Sheikh Abu Bakr bin Salim says, whoever increases in dhikr and acts of obedience, the life of his heart increases. His heart becomes even more alive. So we have to make it a point in our lives. We actually have to be very committed and intentional about having a gathering of dhikr that we attend at least once a week. That we should have a gathering of knowledge whether that's online or in person, where we go and we learn beneficial knowledge, understanding the Qur'an, understanding the words of the Prophet ﷺ, learning aspects of practice or of belief or of spirituality. And then in addition to that, we have to have a gathering of remembrance where we're engaged in the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because those two things keep our hearts alive. But the dangerous thing is that the opposite is true. That when we're distant from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and heedless, then the heart begins to die. Heedlessness and sin, the author says, heedlessness and sin ruin the heart. And whoever increases in heedlessness and a lack of dhikr, his heart dies. And how many people in today's world, their bodies are alive, but their hearts are dead. And we don't look down at those people. We don't mock them. We actually feel sympathy for them. And we want them to experience the sweetness of true life, of intimacy with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, of following in the footsteps of the life-giving sunnah of the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi wa but this teaches us here that we have to proactively work to keep our hearts alive. That if we just have a status quo and we just keep our hearts neutral, it's like an empty house and it becomes ruined. And when we look at the five daily prayers, these obligatory prayers that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us, they're like air for our soul. That without them we'd suffocate spiritually that they are the necessity, they are what we need in our day-to-day -day lives to survive spiritually in order to keep our hearts alive. And every time we sin, every time we disobey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it's as if we're destroying our homes with our own hands, the home of our heart. The Prophet sallallahu he alludes to this meaning. He says in a hadith narrated by a tirmidhi and a darimi, إِنَّ الَّذِي لَيْسَ فِي جَوْفِهِ شَيْءٌ مِنَ الْقُرْآنِ كَالْبَيْتَ الْخَرِبِ Truly the one who has nothing within him of the Qur'an is like a ruined house. If you've ever seen an abandoned house, it, it looks scary. There's something about it that is deeply unpleasant. So, the heart that is empty, is devoid of the Qur'an, is like a ruined house. But a heart that contains the Qur'an 
its meanings. A person who's memorized portions of the Qur'an has understood its meanings, has followed its guidance and commandments, is filled with the light of the Qur'an. That is like a beautiful house, a well-kept house, a house that is full of life. And the heart that's devoid of the Qur'an is a heart that's full of darkness and filth and destruction. So we have to work to achieve that heart that is alive. As Shaykh Abu Bakr bin Salim, عنه, he then says, reward is in accordance with the difficulty. Someone might think, you know, being proactive and constantly keeping your heart alive is a lot of work. It's difficult. But the reward that you receive from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is in accordance with the difficulty. In other words, when you have to work hard to achieve it, the reward Allah gives you is greater. So when our hearts are alive and nourished through the remembrance of Allah and worship, then we experience the fruit of that effort. So when they're alive, then there's something that comes after that. And this brings us to the final point, uns, this feeling of intimacy with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He says, your uns, this feeling of ease, of being close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, being at peace in the nearness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, your uns with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is in accordance with the dhikr and acts of obedience that you perform. Your degree of feeling near to Allah, this intimacy with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is in accordance with the dhikr and the acts of obedience that you perform. And your feeling of estrangement from Allah is in accordance with your heedlessness and disobedience. So we have to think about that, that the door is open for us, that for those of us who want to feel close to Allah, who want to know our place with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, all we have to do is engage in dhikr and acts of obedience. And we will taste greater degrees of uns, of love, of intimacy. And when a person feels estranged and they feel distant from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that's due to their own heedlessness and disobedience. And when we look at these spiritual virtues, gratitude, love, intimacy, yearning, and contentment, they're all very closely related. When you show gratitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when you realize Allah's immense blessings upon you, it increases your love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And when your love for Allah strengthens and increases, you then begin to remember Him more. You engage in more dhikr. And when you remember Him more, you experience the sweetness of uns. You experience the sweetness of intimacy. When you feel that nearness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, no created being can give you that same degree of fulfillment that you experience in the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then naturally, when that feeling lessens, when you're not engaged in dhikr at some point and that feeling lessens, it's replaced with yearning for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then you yearn for that intimacy once again. And when you love Him and you prefer Him over everything else, you are then content with all that he decrees for you. And then a Shaykh Abu Bakr bin Salim says, those who have intimacy with Allah, uns, they do not feel estranged by anything 
because they see only Allah in all things. They're witnessing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in everything that happens to them. So they never feel estranged. They never feel that they're distant from Allah, even when they face difficult things. And then Shaykh Abu Bakr bin Salim says once again, highlighting the highest levels of honor that are attained in obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and nearness to Him. He says, and whoever obeys Allah, everything obeys him. Whoever obeys Allah, everything will obey that person. Allah will subjugate all of creation to the servants that he loves, subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we see that in the remembrance of Allah, in giving life to our hearts, in engaging in acts of obedience, then we are brought into this circle of intimacy, of nearness to Allah, of this special presence with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala continues to give greater degrees of honor to those that He loves. Whoever obeys Allah, everything obeys Him. So we have to take care of our hearts, and we have to proactively make sure that they are clean, that they are well kept, that they are full of life and full of light. That brings us to the call to action. You have to strive to be proactive in your worship. And you have to force yourself to feel that uns in your ibadah. You have to say, this prayer, this recitation of the Quran, this dua, it's an invitation from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and I want to be of those beloved to Allah, so I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to experience the sweetness of that once. When you come to your ibadah in that way, it might be that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give it to you and that Allah will give you an opening. So in your next salah, force yourself to feel that and see the state of your prayer, the state of your recitation, the state of your dua. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala fill our hearts with light. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us people of the Qur'an, make us people of remembrance, and make us people of the highest degrees of uns, the highest degrees of intimacy and nearness to Him subhanahu wa ta'ala. Wa sallallahu wa sallam wa barak ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'een walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Thank you for listening to Soul Food. To subscribe to the show, visit soulfood.fm or search for Soul Food in your favorite podcast player. And while you're there, take a minute to leave us a rating and a review. It helps more people discover the show.